You've planned your wedding and now let the real fun begin creating your registry. The Crate and Barrel Wedding Registry is packed with thousands of items that are made to see you through a lifetime of breakfast in bed and Thanksgiving family dinners. And whether you need an upgrade across the board or come to the table with some items you already love, our registry experts are there for you every step of the way. Plus, now with group gifting, your friends and family can go in together on that dream gift Petri Sofa, anyone? So go for it. Start your Crate and Barrel registry now at crateandbarrel.com slash wedding dash registry. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this. Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves. And the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that. Because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. 
connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. What's up, everybody? We're adding a very, very special guest today. Heather Martin is in studio with Ashley and I. What's up, Heather? Hi, guys. How's it going? Yay. <laughs> Thanks for driving up from San Diego of for us. Of course, every time. It's uh, a uh, it's a pleasure to have you in studio. We're super excited to talk about this week's episode. It feels like this season of The Bachelorette uh, doesn't disappoint, even though uh, I'll just start out right now. We're not going to get into it until later. Uh, I would say last night's episode very easily could have disappointed and probably did disappoint a lot of fans, yeah. especially with half the show just being, you know, uh, Hannah and Chris. It, it's no secret. They needed a filler and that was mm-hmm. it. But before we get in the show. Uh, I am sitting here. Uh, I just got back from Sean Boost Gym in Nashville, Tennessee. Guys, Ashley, I've been with you quite a bit here recently. You know I've been trying to get in the shape and really trying hard to eat right, drink less, work out more. And it was the most humbling of experiences <laughs> that I've – I mean, I, I was – I'm dead. Like, be it, – it, it's sad. Is it your first time working out there? Yeah, it's my first time working out there. And Heather and Ashley, I don't know how you feel about this. But as, as, good shape, as good a shape as I'm in, whenever I get around people that are in better shape, it just kind of like defeats me <laughs> because I look at them and they have muscles popping out of places that I – there's no possibility that I could ever have muscle there. Um, <laughs> and then they're always hairless. I feel like all the guys that are super jacked are always hairless. How is that? I, think, I don't think it's natural. It yeah, it's natural. definitely no? not natural. No, no. Okay. they like shave it so that the muscles pop even more i mean could you imagine like having a hairy chest like you and having like an eight pack and then and then like the the hair hiding the everything that you've worked so hard for yeah i couldn't hide. maybe i have an eight pack underneath there it could be already you have you and jared are very proud of your hairy chest i like that though I, yeah i think long term it's gonna be better for me <laughs> it would be weird if ben higgins had like a shave you know it, it's shiny just, yeah oiled you're like a man, you know, you're like a full grown man. You're not like trying, you're not selling yourself with your body. Yeah, there you go. There you I go. don't want to do that. You know, one <laughs> thing I've always said, Heather, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Ashley's got to hear me and the listeners got to hear me quite a bit. I have a theory that if I start at a young age, enjoying the things that I'll have to enjoy at an older age, like a hairy chest or like, um, I, I enjoy a good bourbon and a book or sitting in a rocking chair on the front porch and watching the birds or having a bird bath in the back. <laughs> if I start enjoying those things now, when I'm 50 and 60, there ain't going to be a letdown in life. Like, I'm just going to continue to enjoy these things. That's my that's been my strategy for a while. So far, it's working. Some claim that will catch up with me. What if you switch and like later on you get bored with that and you want to go into the other life, you know? Which is like what clubbing? Yeah, that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I would be the 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 six year old at the club with the slick back hair. I'm not a. There's always it. one. That's really yeah, really funny. <laughs> ben will have uh, like his tattoos out and some leather. I mean, he's got tattoos. I got I got a good tattoo down my side. It's a Bible verse, so I don't know how that's gonna treat me if uh, if I'm trying to go out to the club <laughs> and buy it. High people drinks. But anyways, <laughs> life is good. I'm in Nashville to see right now with uh with Jess. It is her birthday on oh the nineteenth. Oh, okay. Um, 
That's tomorrow. Yeah. Happy birthday, yeah. Jess. I got to meet her for the first time this weekend. She's so lovely. And watching the two of you together and your smile on your face looking at her Aww. is, I could really watch it all day. It's so freaking cute. So sweet. You, you know, you said something to me and then Jared did as well. Um, we got to spend some time together just hanging out as cu- couples. And uh, you said that when, when, she talks, I admire her, and I talk, she is admiring me. And I, I mentioned that to Jess, and I don't think either of us recognized it, but there is just um, a really amazing, uh, I guess, encouragement, and it's like a partnership, and I really enjoy my time with her. And it was great for you to get to meet her um, and spend some time with her, Ash, because you obviously mean so much to to my life. So, yeah, we got to spend some time together, hang out, and uh, I know that that Jess really enjoyed it. She is definitely everything that you guys out there and I would want for Ben Higgins. <laughs> um, your ex-fiance, Lauren Bushnell, got engaged yeah. today, or she got engaged a couple days ago and it was announced today to her country boyfriend, Chris Lane. Um, so congrats to the happy couple. They're such a, they're so cute together. Ben, you have any thoughts on this? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think it's always... I was talking to, I mean, I talked to Jess about this, obviously we, we, were, we were chatting and she's like, how do you, how does this make you feel? And do you feel anything towards this? And I was just talking to Jess. I was like, you know, I do feel something towards it mostly because, uh, as Amy and Jess talked about a few weeks ago, like my life will always at some level be tied to Lauren, Lauren's to mine. Like that's just part of it when you're engaged for a period of time or when you have a serious relationship at any point in your life there, you have a piece of them with you. And you know, there's two ways to leave relationships. You leave them maybe angry and resentful, or you leave them knowing it was for the best and that the world will and, and life will offer you uh, great things afterwards. And that's how Lauren and I left our relationship. Quite honestly, we left it. It wasn't easy and it, and it wasn't always clean. And we had our, our moments and it was sad and it was hard and it broke my heart. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, it bro- you know, at some level broke hers also. But ultimately, we left that relationship, both of us, I think, saying, I hope life brings you a ton of joy. Like, I don't want you upset and alone forever. I hope you find a partner as soon as possible. I hope everything that you want in this world, that it's healthy and good, is given to you. And that's exactly how I feel. Um, so to go to Lauren, Lauren, congratulations. Mm-hmm. It, we're, we're thrilled for you. You found a man that you love and that without any pressure – and in a moment after dating for a long time, uh, you have said yes to spending your life with him. And I could not be more excited for you. I, I want nothing but joy and everything you ever wanted that that our relationship wouldn't have brought you. And Chris, congratulations. Now, the second piece of this is that I hope for Lauren and myself is that my life isn't as closely tied to Lauren anymore. <laughs> yeah. I hope that with people this, aren't reaching out. Think- you would think that this would separate you guys, but now I, I hope that this separates us. I hope that when something like this happens, the first phone call that the press makes is not to me and say, hey, your ex got engaged. What do you think? Because you know what I think? I think that it's great. And I, and I think that it's good. And I think that it brings joy to me because I am so happy and I am so fulfilled. And I found an amazing woman to spend my time with. And Lauren has now found an amazing man to spend her life with. And we're going to move on. And it's good for all. And so in summary, Lauren, congrats. Chris, congrats. 
Uh, we wish you the best here. I wish you the best. My family wishes you the best. Jessica wishes you the best. And next, hey, I hope this is a chapter being closed completely because I don't know Lauren anymore. Mm-hmm. Hey, ben, and my I, life isn't tied to her. I have one more question before we wrap up the Lauren talk. If yep. you weren't with Jess right now and you weren't so happy and fulfilled and completely in head over heels yourself, would today be harder? Um, it's hard to say, right? I, I think I could see it going one of two ways. It's a good question because if I wasn't with Jess and maybe I hadn't found somebody that made me so happy, I think this just being human honestly would have made me go, wow, what am I missing? Well, you know, what's my issues? Why can't I find, find what she has now found? Or uh, why am I alone and struggling? Those are the questions that would, I probably would ask myself. I think when it comes to my tie to Lauren, uh, it took a while. You knew this. The, the podcast, I think, knew this. It, was a, it wasn't a, an immediate like uh, ending for me and Lauren. Like I had feelings for her for a long time. I still care about her. I've, I've said that recently. Like I care about her. I want what's best for her. And if her life weren't to go in a great direction, it would, it would hurt me. And I don't want anything bad for her. So if this was something that made her happy, I hope that I am um, – a person, maybe I wouldn't be, but I hope I, I have a strong enough foundation to where I wouldn't be resentful, but yet celebrate her and her happiness, but also reflect on where I was at mm-hmm. and where, and, and if I was alone at this point, whew, it's never fun to see an ex, you know, no. get engaged while you sit there alone in your room going, well, this is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But the, the truth is that's not the case. I'm happy. She's happy. She's engaged. Lauren Bushnell is now engaged to Chris Lane. He wrote some song for her. I bet it's good. I haven't listened to it. I was, here's one thing I'd like to comment on. I looked at the pictures before the podcast of the two of them. I didn't know how it would feel. Jessica was sitting beside me. Um, and I saw the smile on Lauren's face and it's a smile I never saw. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I couldn't be happier for that. I, I couldn't be happier that she has a smile with Chris, um, from ear to ear and that it looks so good and so pure. And, uh, I'm glad that that smile is on her face because it is a real smile of happiness. That's really interesting you say that because before you got on the phone, Heather said to me, she goes, just looking at Lauren's Instagram, there's a different light around her with Chris. Yep, there is. And do we not want that for her? I mean, no matter what, like I hope, I hope we, if, if this was the ugliest breakup ever, it brings me, I was at a church service four years ago and I remember this and it said that, uh, when you hold resentment towards somebody, it ultimately just handcuffs you. And like, wouldn't, I mean, why, what good does it do for me wishing anything but really great things for her and for Chris? Yeah, true. All right. Well, Ben, you're just, you're the greatest. Before we move on to breaking down this episode, but before we get into that, I've got to tell you about my new bathroom. Okay. It's not new. It's still in my apartment, but it feels way more luxurious than it has because of Crate and Barrel and Jared and my Crate and Barrel registry. We have gotten the most soft, luscious towels, great bath products, and the coziest bathrobe I've ever used in my life. It just feels more relaxing when I shower and get ready because I have this lovely smelling and lovely looking bathroom. So we registered for all this stuff with our Crate and Barrel wedding registry. And it's made my morning routine so nice. And especially with all the stress leading up to the wedding, having that nice bath time with the shampoos and the lotions and the candles and the Turkish towels and the soft, cozy bath mats against my feet has made my days more enjoyable. 
for me, I love to, I like to take showers at night. It kind of just unwinds me. So I get to, I get to take that relaxing shower and then slip into the nicest bedding I've ever had, which we also got from Crate and Barrels because they have a whole, you know, a whole department full of duvets, sheets, pillows, comforters, and that helps our cozy time snuggling and scrolling on our phones <laughs> in bed even better. And um, another favorite thing that I got from my registry and have been using a ton lately is my juicer. I can't believe I got the juicer. I screamed when I opened it, screamed with joy. And it is actually transforming the way that I eat because I've been drinking celery juice and like some kale juices, which are really getting my diet going for the wedding. So if you guys are engaged out there, we highly suggest that you start your Crate and Barrel registry at crateandbarrel.com slash wedding dash registry. And if you need help, they have people in store that can help you register, but you but you'll see that the, the the app on your phone in which you go around and scan items or select just at home on your couch is so easy. But if you want extra help, it's there for you. Just start your Crate and Barrel registry today at crateandbarrel.com slash wedding dash registry. I just mentioned uh, that I started this uh, this day out working out. I'm humbled sometimes by workouts. It's not easy for me to, to always get motivated to do a workout. And honestly, half the time, I don't find the time but when I'm on the road, a workout that really kicks my butt is Open Fit. Open Fit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. Everyone's bodies are different. Mine doesn't mold into the muscle that some others do. And you have open lean muscle. It's really washboardy, like though. I feel like Ash... Jared and I both, if we like maybe dieted a little harder and used open fit a little more, we would look like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. We just watched Fight Club in the hotel the other day. That's so weird that you say that. Yeah. He that's is what I think we look like. rocking in that movie. He is. I, I think Jared and I have that, which is why open fit is personalized to your needs with custom tailored original content. Open fit classes are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world, like Andrea Rogers, founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar. And you can watch all classes from your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, and smartphone, plus Roku. My favorite class is Tough Mudder, taught by four-time Tough Mudder champion Hunter McIntyre. Follow Hunter's day-by-day plan to increase strength, endurance, speed, and mobility. OpenFit has changed the way we work out, and with our code, Almost Famous, you can join our fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use our code, Almost Famous, and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. So right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners get an extended 30-day special free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. That's a lot of weight, guys, really, really fast. All you got to do is text almost famous to 303030 and you'll get full access to OpenFit, all their workouts and nutritional information totally free. Again, just text almost famous to 303030. Hey, guys, question for you real quick. Can I get personal with everybody out there? Yeah. I mean, you always um, do. <laughs> yeah. So here's what's happened. I went on a run 
uh, recently, got super sweaty, had my headphones on. They're the Bose headphones, not the ones you're meant to run in. Now they smell like vinegar. How do you get rid of this vinegar? smell? Can I ever Wait, get... why do you smell yeah, like I vinegar? From sweat? I don't know if I do. Maybe vinegar got spilled on it some, somehow. Jessica thinks I had I had this salad with like a balsamic vinegar dressing, and she thinks somehow it got spilled <laughs> on my um, headphones. But is there a way to get the smell out of these padded headphones? Uh, I would just say put a Clorox wipe on it. Yeah. Hmm. A little soap yeah. warm, like yeah. a washcloth. Just, with yeah. Soap? Well, if anybody out there uh, knows what I'm talking about, uh, please email us at benashley at iheartmedia.com. I need help. Uh, I was like, how is he going to roll this over into the episode? <laughs> uh, hey, uh, speaking of weird things, speaking of getting personal, let's get really honest right now. Heather, okay. uh, I need you to let down all of your guards. Okay. Um, nobody listens to this podcast, uh, except <laughs> recently we were just told we have over 15 million downloads. I don't know who they are. Um, but let's talk about this week's episode. All right. I want to enter this week's episode talking about uh, leading up to this point. Uh, let's go about it this way. Did you guys feel lost going into this episode? Like, did you need a recap? Oh, you mean like the second half of the episode, well, which I, was very just, weird because we got the chat with Chris Harrison for like 10 minutes at that cafe in, please tell me how to say the country's name. Let's oh yeah, Latva. Latvia. Latvia. Oh, but it has yeah. a V. Okay, Latvia. Um, and then he was like, "Let's go home to the mansion to talk for another hour about it." Was about like it. Immediate. it was like an immediate switch. Was yeah, and I was like, "Wait, didn't we just talk about this yeah, stuff weird. in a cafe in Latvia?" What the hell is wrong with me, guys? Latvia. Latvia. Oh, okay. Um. So follow along here with me. Did, did this lead somewhere? Did we need a recap? Yes or no? No. I don't think so, no. No, we didn't need a recap. Okay, so the second part of the episode we've agreed is a filler because either too much craziness has happened towards the end of this, ep this season that they had to kind of p postpone some stuff or not enough happened this season no, and they need to find a filler. No, that's not true. I mean, it's got to be they wanted – they must have wanted this hour in addition – to like another full episode. So we're like, let's make this episode a half episode. It, we just, they probably needed like a, a point in time where they just needed another hour. I think they wanted to continue with that Luke stuff. Cause like there wasn't enough time in the last episode to like fully get into it. Yeah. Like the first. Well, I felt like last Luke. week's was actually a little bit stretched out too with the Luke stuff. Cause Luke had a whole 30 minute scene last, last episode. Okay. So, this is perfect. You guys are leading right where I want us to go. And this is what I'm reading from most of our emails and most of our Twitter uh, responses. People have felt now at this point too much. that the Luke stuff has been too drawn out. Mm -hmm. Did we need this much Luke stuff? Was it a smart decision for the show to continue? Are you sick of it? Are you tired of it? Are you, Let's just do this. I want you two to talk back and forth um, and then I'll close it out here. But are you sick and tired of Luke? Do you feel bad for him? Are you on his team? What are your emotions? Because quite honestly, and we had this same issue last week, it's hard to break down these episodes because nothing is actually happening. Oh my gosh, like, Ben. When I yes. sat down yesterday to do my Cosmo recap, I was like, Jared, I don't know what to say. There's nothing for me to interpret, analyze, take away from this episode 
because it was just there. Like I could have said it in three sentences what happened. And so I ended up for the second half of my recap, breaking down the super tease, which I think we're going to do here. But I have to say like there, there are a couple, there are, these are my three sentences as far as recapping this episode. Hannah was dominant. <laughs> the way she stood up for herself and was like, you guys, you're all turning me off. I can handle the Luke situation on my own. Please trust me with this. Mm-hmm. I don't need your help. And you guys are being not very appealing to me because you just keep talking about this one guy. I think Garrett totally blew it for himself. Yeah, he- Garrett's being extremely hypocritical because he's like, Luke, take everybody's name out of your mouth. But then he just keeps putting Luke's name in his yeah, mouth. So true. Heather. Put yourself in the situation. You're the bachelorette. You're Hannah. Garrett comes in uh, to the room, sits down with you, uh, says, hey, I, you know I have an issue with this guy. I, I can't stop talking about this guy. Every time the guy walks in the room, I make some snark, like smart aleck comment to him. Are you turned off or turned on? I'm completely turned off. I don't like that at all. I feel like it's unnecessary and it just kind of shows like different motives. Because I feel like the guys that she like, really likes like didn't do that like stay out of it yeah just stay out of it it's just it doesn't matter he's gonna like dig his own grave like why are you spending like the f- 10 minutes we get to talk about him you know yeah this is the first episode where i i know i've acknowledged that i've never we've never had a season where the villain or even any cast member besides the lead has so much airtime and so much attention than Luke. But this was the first time where I was like, okay, I'm really done with the Luke thing. I found myself on my phone a bit during this episode and the shining moments were definitely Hannah just calling the guys out. And then when Hannah wasn't in front of the guys speaking her mind, I was like, okay, I'm over this. Yeah, that was definitely Hannah's parts. Like that was the only part of the episode that I really liked is like, I was like, whoa, Hannah's being so herself. So I, know. Real. I don't think I've ever seen like, the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, like, like talk to all the guy, guys in that way. It was I just love like, it. It was crazy. I feel yeah. like everything about this season is like a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's like more raw, like raw oh, footage. Yeah. yeah, because she truly does not give a crap a lot. And yeah, I think like she's looking at these group of guys and being so overwhelmed by their drama and their obsession with Luke that he, she's like, you know what? I don't even need one of you. If yeah, I end one of these without one of you. It's fine. Yeah. Because I think she's becoming so confident and loving herself so much. She's like, I don't need no man. Yeah. I think so too. I know. She's killing it. I really do. She, I I might play a little bit of devil's advocate here and say, I do see her being not caring a little bit. I also think the opposite is that she cares a lot and that she, she, I've asked, this goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the season. We thought she wouldn't fit the role of Bachelorette. Like she was the one that were like, yeah, she's going to be like the everyday person. What I'm seeing instead is she actually is very calm as the Bachelorette and fits that role perfectly because she can manage and handle a bunch of little boys being little boys. One guy stands up above the rest, though. And I know the woman out there will love to talk about it. He stands up above the rest, is not a little boy and puts his foot down. And that's Peter, Peter, who we've had a good feeling yeah. about all season. <laughs> yeah. People have loved all season. He hasn't engaged in this craziness. Connor, Peter, Tyler. Neither has Tyler. Stayed- no, yeah, neither has Tyler. Tyler has and, not had any Connor hasn't oh, either. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess Connor hasn't either. And, and we see Peter finally say, gents, this is absolutely ridiculous. This is stupid. You guys are being idiots. Like, you're ruining a really good thing here, and you're ruining an experience that we all want to have. 
Yet what happens? And here's something that I want you two to take with. Uh, until this week, he's been one of the fan favorites. People have liked him. Garrett, not even in my top no, me neither. six mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, he, he ruins it because who speaks up right away? Garrett does. Brings the conversation right back. Can't get rid of it. He is obsessed with Luke P. Obsessed. He Absolutely. kept going. Like I thought like last week he like said it a couple times and then he said it again. And then he said it again. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. No, he definitely has proven that he is more infatuated with Luke P drama than he is with Hannah. Yeah, absolutely. No, but I loved when Peter said that. Like, Peter said that out of, like, actual care. It didn't feel like he was, like, trying to say it because, like, he felt that that was, like, the right thing to say. Like, mm-hmm. he seemed like he was, like, actually affected by, like, H- Hannah being upset and, mm-hmm. like, actually cared about her. Mm-hmm. So Now, what did we think about the Chris Harrison chat in which she was like, I really don't know if I'm going to find anything through this. I don't know how people do. I think she just panicked. I think she was like in that, like she was like, it was like week five or week six. And well, she was I think, like, yeah, we're, we're done with week six. Oh, is that week six? By definition. Yeah. So that she was, was episode like, six. She was just, I think she was just in the state where she's like, oh my gosh, like I don't have fully developed re- relationships with like any of these guys. Like how am I supposed to get engaged in three weeks and kind of like went into panic mode, I think. I have thoughts on this. Three weeks. I remember this. Yeah. It's about three weeks. or four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks, we'll say. I remember sitting at this same scenario and there's some great people involved in this process, but about week five or six, you still have what I would call like some people that are left over, not your top three, not the people you're super interested in. And any relationship becomes very foggy because the time with each person is still pretty short. And so you're sitting there and all you can really do is you, it's hard, it's hard to compartmentalize each relationship at this point because you don't have really in depth relationships. You have some good moments with people, but yet you know that even like, for example, the Garrett's, I'm sure she was in the Garrett. And then this week he, you know, goes and starts becoming a little boy. And then she's like, well, this ruined this relationship too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's this week really that is probably the hardest for any lead because you look around, you're like, everybody here is weird. Everybody here is arguing. Nobody's into me. Nobody stands above the crowd. Like everybody is in this fight. And then as time continues, and maybe when she watches it back and she sees the whole thing play out, she realizes that, yeah, the the Peters, the Tylers, the mm-hmm. Connors, they were never involved. And that those yeah. guys that she ends up probably being most into and that we can kind of tell that she already is pretty into – actually did you know go above the reproach and like make things happen but i get it she's probably just overwhelmed did you have one of those moments where you're like i it might be no one really yeah definitely yeah here's a scenario i was in the bahamas i was on a group date uh it was a pig date we left the pig date and i was sitting there and one of the producers comes in he's like every woman here is really upset with you because what happened was they got to see you talk to other women in front of them for the first time and every woman here feels like an outsider now. And you've done that because of how much affection or attention you showed each person in front of the others. Mm-hmm. And now everybody here wants to leave. And I was like, well, that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, how do you fix that? Like, yeah. this was the moment where I had this idea that, yeah, this was all done. I've messed up and there's no turning back. I've ruined these relationships. And as a, as a result, like, this is going to end in nothing good happening. Like you feel like the whole thing's slipping out from underneath you. I would just encourage her to say, give it two more weeks, uh, continue to filter through some of those guys that are just aren't really adding up in her mind. And then, then it will be a brighter future. Here's the funny part about this thing though. And you mentioned it and I think we should move on to it. So really 
what we've talked about in this podcast so far, and I think we're doing a fine job of breaking this down, is Luke P admits that he isn't doing the right thing. Who knows why he says it, if it's just to say it or if he really means it. The guys are still so angry at Luke P, and he he's not going to fix that. There's no forgiving Luke P at this point. He's They just hate him, and he's a complete in complete isolation from the group. And that's about all that's happened until we move into this conversation with Chris Harrison and Hannah. So we've skipped over 45 minutes of television with really two points. Luke P admits he's, he has failures. Hannah keeps him around and the guys hate him. Yeah. And now we go Chris Harrison, Hannah for the breakdown to where we want to find out where is she at in her time as a bachelorette. We find out she's not in a great place. Mm-hmm. What's your response to that? Uh, I think it kind of goes off what you were just saying. She, at this, this is a weird point of the competition, quote, quote, where she hasn't had more than one, she hasn't even had one-on-ones with all of these guys. And the guys that she really likes, she's, she, she hasn't even had a one-on-one with Peter, mm-hmm. which is crazy. So I think that, but she's only had like nine hours of quality time with the guys that she likes. And you don't really, you kind of forget about that time when you are so overwhelmed with the other drama, with the Luke drama. And it was like a couple of weeks ago, you know, mm-hmm. like even now in Scotland or in <laughs> Latvia, um, she's two weeks removed from even her date with Tyler C. So of course she's not like Tyler's not like prominent in her mind right now when the guys just keep bickering. She's not like, oh, remember that time in Newport where I had such a great day with Tyler C? Like, no, she's just not thinking about that. Her mindset's totally whacked out. Yeah. And I think this Chris Harrison chat was just a reset button mm-hmm. for her. Yeah, I think she needed that. I think Hannah is the person who's like, whatever is right in front of her is like her whole world, like what's going on. So I think in this situation, she was just like, went into panic mode and was like, I'm done. I can't. So I think she needed the reset for sure. Totally. All right. That's so- a good point. I um, want to have a little girl chat, as we call it on the show. <laughs> Whenever you see like two people together um, talking about a, a situation going on, we call it a girl chat or a guy chat. So I'm going to have a little girl chat with Heather in just one minute. But first, we have to talk about Blue Apron. Ben, are you cooking with Jess in your Blue Apron with no shirt underneath? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the way I do it. Remember I when Amy wanted off? you to do that so bad for her? Well, now it's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Amy was into that. You know what? That was a moment <laughs> in our relationship with Amy that I was like, you know what? I don't know what's getting said here, but I'm not against it, Ames, because Amy, our producer, she's just a beautiful person inside and out. Hey, this summer, experience the joy of cooking something new, trying new to you techniques, and making cooking fun again with Blue Apron. And with an ever-changing mix of meat, fish, and vegetarian recipes to choose from, it'll be the tastiest summer yet. Blue Apron helps me discover my inner chef and learn new recipes and techniques. I just made jalapeno burgers with goat cheese and smoky roasted carrots. I've talked about it before. I love to cook. It's one of my favorite things. I was worried at first, quite honestly, that purchasing Blue Apron would kind of take the fun out of cooking. It would make it too easy and too simplified. It doesn't at all. If anything, it just, it it enhances my experience. And I love cooking with Blue Apron. Blue Apron helps make cooking at home a sustainable part of my weekly routine. Because of my hectic schedule, I feel like I had no other choice than to go out to eat more than I should. 
But with Blue Apron, I actually have time to cook a delicious, wholesome meal instead of relying on takeout. Blue Apron's menu is carefully designed and tested by our test kitchen chefs. Their test kitchen chefs use techniques, specialty ingredients, to bring chef-quality recipes to your dinner table. Blue Apron's chef-designed recipes include amazing specialty sauces and premium ingredient blends that would otherwise be difficult, expensive, or time-consuming to source or make. To start making delicious, bragworthy meals at home without the hassle, try Blue Apron. Check out this week's menu and get $60 off when you visit blueapron.com backslash almost famous. That's blueapron.com backslash almost famous. Blue Apron, but way to cook. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Okay, I'm going to have a little girl time with Heather now because we don't have to talk to Ben about, you know, your kissing history. It's best. Yeah. You know, the the whole world already <laughs> really knows about it. At this point, yeah. So you had your first kiss with Colton Underwood just a matter of like nine months ago, I guess. Something like that. Yeah. Have you kissed another guy since? I haven't. <gasps> I okay. Have not. All right. So we don't know whether or not you'll be getting a kiss in paradise. We can only hope. But um, let's go through Hannah's group of guys and the kind of chemistry that they have together because you're, you know, you know what you're doing now. I know. I'm an expert. Now, so, yeah. So. And you had a really good first kiss. It was like <laughs> it was the easiest First kiss I've ever seen. I didn't cringe with awkwardness at all. No wincing. That, it was great. Accomplishment. That's what I was most terrified of. So thank you. Oh, <laughs> it was treasure. Okay. <laughs> so the kisses that are standing out to me right now are Jed because she straddled him last week. Oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that was yeah, big one. That's big. That was a big one. Um, then we had Tyler C where she said, I have something for you and then pushed him onto the bed. I was, I was like, what is that? What does she have? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I loved that. Know, My sister great. is like, somebody's a little tricky. <laughs> um, and then there was the kind of sort of romantic 
<laughs> innocent, a little messed up kiss with Peter on the pool table. The pool table one. I thought it was adorable. That was my favorite one. Oh, it was. I okay. So of those three, which one do you think has the best kiss chemistry? Is is the Peter one the one that you would have wanted the most? Which one was the hottest though to watch? I think the hottest one to watch, I think probably the Tyler one. Yeah, I agree. That just seemed like the most, she like was the most into him. Like she was the one initiating it mm-hmm. fully. Mm-hmm. It was on a bed. I mean, yeah, I think that was definitely... I agree. The hottest one. And then in the the teaser, the super teaser, which is really the best part to come out of yesterday's episode. Oh, best part by far. Yeah, was best thirty seconds. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> so much to analyze. We'll get to that soon. But um, the best, the best part to the most um, steamy part to me was when she was on that massage table with Tyler, Tyler. and then right into that went we went into that whole like sex chat where she was. Where, she said the thing about sex between a marriage in a marriage mm-hmm. and then with you know that Jesus still loves her talking but, to, but then we yeah. had the the bombshell which was the Luke P he wants to keep the marriage bed pure mm-hmm. and he said he was gonna leave if yeah yeah so I have this big theory maybe mm-hmm. we'll get to it in a little bit but I do feel like if any makeout leads to more it's gonna be that Tyler C one in the massage room you think like not during fantasy suites? Yeah, I'm thinking she could pull Caitlyn. You think? Well, if um, that conversation between Hannah and and Luke happens before fantasy suites, like a date before they go into the fantasy suite, yeah. then that would mean that one he got really far. And That's true. So there's that. That's true. So there's that. So that if we're if you're saying that I it ha- sex that. happens after or in a fantasy suite, then. It's either it's yeah. Luke gets really far. Exactly. Luke gets really far or is before. I didn't even think Thank about you the possibility for, of before. That. I think it oh, was yeah. like my mind automatically went to fantasy. Me too. I guess that Tyler gets that far then, yeah. which is who kn- who freakish. Knows? Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Well, Gosh, I, I mean, but if I think she, if she sleeps with anyone before, I think it would be Tyler. Tyler. But these are all assumptions. And I don't want to like yeah. make these inferences that just absolutely may not be true. But then she goes... Know. I did have sex. Yeah, but did you, I have had did you think she was talking about, like, no. I didn't think she was talking about on the show. Oh, I think, I she, think she's only talking about on the show. See, I was thinking, my perception was that, because, like, with Colton, she told him, like, yeah. I've had sex before, but yeah. I'm going to wait for my husband, the next person. So I was thinking that she was referring to that. Do you think she really said that she was going to wait for her husband? Did she say That's that? That's what she said. Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. See, the, or she wanted to. I don't know. I think. I No, I thought throughout the entire season that that teaser meant that she's you know done it before yeah before but last night's specific teaser Hmm. her tone was like well guess what i've already done it that's how i interpreted it okay well since we're already since we're already talking in (laughs) in breaking down the trailer as mine as well like i'll give you my whole thoughts okay okay i do think that that luke gets to fantasy suites i Mm -hmm. guess based on the trailer yeah and that this conversation that she has with him about the pure marriage bed Mm -hmm. just like kind of weird to say (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i feel like she's probably referring to having a previous fantasy suite with some other guy in which she did sleep with him because luke is basically saying right now i you better not have slept with anyone else so far he's like 
I think the thing that bothered me about that is like he can have his his opinion that like he wants to wait to marriage or whatever. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's what bothered her and what is bad about that is that he was like trying to control her and she was just like, that's why she freaked out. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like not the fact that like he has that opinion. I think yeah. she likes that. Yeah. Like, I think she was actually attracted to that about him. Mm-hmm. I think it's when he started to like control her and then that's when she said that. I think because she must have been like, ooh, eh, sorry to tell you. That's not exactly how it's gone down. And then after hearing that he that she did sleep with somebody else, he lost it because like out. it's a competition thing with him. It could mm-hmm. be a religious thing with him. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, as you say, a control thing. Mm-hmm. So hearing that, I think his his mind was blown. He reacted without giving himself any self-control and called her a slut-shaving name. So you think that she freaked out after he got mad rather than like just him saying like, oh, I don't I don't like that you did that. You think he got mad because she said something like, oh, actually, I've already slept with someone here. It's the only thing in which I can see that conversation about the marriage bed mm-hmm. leading to something that she says she can't believe she was called. Oh, I didn't even think because she said, I can't believe like she anybody called, called me that. So and it's mm, all in the same jacket. Now yeah, it's all the same night for sure. We we all we like to think it's the same night, right? But there <laughs> were some things in Colton's super teases that definitely were just filmed for the sake of the super tease, like the him with the ring. The ring, yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe she had to put that jacket back on and say something. But like most, she was like heated. Oh yeah, she was like I don't heated. feel like and she's feel not like an actress, not at all. Yeah, like she nothing in her is an actress. Right, like she was. Like in most of those clips that I saw, like she was fully like enraged. So, so Ben, what did, what did you think about this guy who's there and ready to propose? It doesn't seem like it's going to be one of her top two guys because she wouldn't respond so emotionally if it was. <laughs> she would just be expecting that. Yeah, my honest thoughts were you never want to see the face that she made when you tell somebody that she's getting ready to be proposed to or that you love her. Like if a girl or a guy ever looks at you the way Hannah did when you're like, Hey, I love you. It's not going to work. I, here's here would be a fun quiz. Anybody out there listening? Who do you think it is? Email us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Uh, on Twitter, uh, hashtag at almost famous podcast. Heather, who well, do you think it could have been? Yeah, I, have, I, have, I have two theories. Okay, let's yeah. hear them after Heather yeah. response. I can only think Luke. Like, okay, I can only think that's Luke. my one theory. Yeah. So, like, Luke was eliminated, said something awful, probably a slut shaming comment, <laughs> comes back the week later, and he's like, I take it back. What a horrible thing for me to say. Our marriage bed doesn't have to be pure. And I'm oh here gosh. with the ring. And she's probably like, Oh my God, I have a psycho stalker. My other theory is that possibly could be a guy from home from her past and he's been so overwhelmed with her being the bachelorette and he regrets all of his life decisions and is here to propose or it could just be like a crazy stalker (laughs) then what about you i i hope it isn't somebody from home because there's only one theory i'd have there that guy saw an opportunity to be on national television. He took it. Yeah. yeah. I well, think that happened with Becca on yeah. Ari season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I wouldn't be okay with that. You'd hear me on this podcast say that's absolutely ridiculous. That is t- incredibly destructive. And in a moment that should, she should be celebrating some loser from home decides to get on national TV. I think that I'd be up. I don't know if that's true or not. The second is 
I don't think it's Luke P. You don't? What? I actually have this weird sense that it's Jed. Like, I think that he, at the end of this, ends up getting so tied up in Hannah that I feel like he might break. I don't know why. It's just a theory. I see it in him already, right? He's he's very attached to Hannah. He really likes Hannah. Um, he is, you know, he came here for the wrong reasons and she's turned him to be the right reasons. And I have a feeling that her heart at the end of this whole thing starts leaning in a way away from him and that he reacts. Do you think she eliminates uh, him and then he comes back? Yeah. Is he eliminated or does he yep. leave on his own? Oh, okay. Let's keep names out of it for a second because I don't know if that's helpful because we could say really any one of these guys could be that guy. I think my theory is that it is somebody that's been eliminated that comes back into it. I don't think it's somebody that's still there. Yeah, yeah, but then he's here and he's ready to propose. It's like, well, she sent him home. She didn't want to get proposed by him. That's why it's Ashley, with he. What? Yeah, I was going to say, you can't, that, that doesn't work with Hannah. I don't think we can, because Luke P was sent home and he came back and oh. it worked. It, yeah. So he's following in Luke P's footsteps, whoever this is. Perhaps it's Luke P again. I think she kind of likes it a little bit. Like the chase, yeah. like coming after her. Well, she does like a guy that really pursues mm-hmm. her. She doesn't like hard to get. No. Which okay. is interesting, no. but yeah. So that's, that's my, somebody that, that has been eliminated that comes back in. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, I want us to get serious for a second because we're going to walk on some fragile topics. Uh, are we going to uh, talk about the marriage bed? Because I do want your, we, we've already talked a little bit about the marriage bed, but I kind of want yeah. your input because, you know, well, you're really. I wanted, to, I wanted to lead us through a conversation and, and honestly ask our listeners to feed in their thoughts because this was first brought up um, in my, from my time watching the show with Caitlin Bristow. This is a hot topic with Caitlin, right? Uh, not maybe the marriage bed, yeah. but the fact that she had um, sex on the show, before the fantasy she didn't hide suite. it. Mm-hmm. Before the fantasy suite, she didn't hide it. Um, she was not ashamed of it. Uh, and people did. They slut shamed her. I remember at her tell-all, all of the like magazines and all the comments and on Twitter were flashed up on the screen and she had to sit there and read them. They weren't nice and pretty. Now, granted, we, we are at a time where I think this conversation is happening all, all the time, right? For men and women and, and how we treat each other and, and how we respect each other and understand where each other are at, uh, not only uh, morally and, and our values, but also just how we view um, sex and relationships. Well, Hannah is sitting here, right? And let's assume, right? Because we still don't have a clear idea. Let's assume what happened was that Hannah had sex before with, with somebody or multiple people before the fantasy suite, because we see glimpses, but the, the, the teaser could mean a thousand different things, but that's the scenario playing out here that, that we think that's what's happened. And Luke P is sitting there saying, my thoughts on marriage are that the marriage bed needs to be pure. Well, two things here. And I'm going to go off for a little bit. And, uh, and hopefully this all makes sense at the end. One thing is that uh, one thing I've learned in life, and I was famous on, on my bachelorette for season for saying, well, no, I wasn't a virgin. Um, that my marriage bed wasn't going to be pure, whatever he's trying to get at. Luke P started this whole season off by saying he had so much sex in college that in the shower one day, everything changed. He... I think that you know whatever his his conviction has turned into, we want to respect that equally as well. We don't want to shame him for not having sex, but we also want him to understand and be empathetic towards the situation that he has had sex in his life as well. Next is his expectation right now of Hannah, and I think this was perfect for what she said. 
he he doesn't have anything on her. They're not in an agreement. Like they haven't discussed this as a couple. They haven't figured out what each which each other need. Like she owes him nothing. They aren't in a committed relationship. She's exploring these relationships. He knows that. There's other cup relationships going on. He really has nothing to say when it comes to who she sleeps with and who she kisses and how she dates right now because they're not in a committed relationship. Now, I do want to get on Luke's side for one second at any level is I think one fair conversation he could have had with Hannah would have said, hey, I love you. I want to see this thing work. Now, what are you comfortable with from here on out pursuing and, and are you comfortable being intimate with people knowing that at the end we could be engaged? Like that is a fair, healthy conversation for a couple to have, not an easy one. But I think talking about what your expectations are physically and communicating those openly is helpful for any couple, even if it's a hard conversation. And even if you disagree, couples, no matter if you're in a committed relationship, a, a marriage, or you just start dating, having those open th- that open dialogue about what you're comfortable with physically is important. It needs to get people on the same page. What he did, where he was completely wrong, is he talked down to her. He talked to her like, this is my expectation and you're going to obey. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't It wasn't a conversation to be had. It was a decision that he made on his yeah. own. It was a decision that he made that he was going to force her into and that is completely wrong. And then ben, I love. do you think well, that she was like, oh, but it's too late for that? Because you think that she already slept with somebody before that conversation, which would allude to Luke possibly being in the top three by all like regular standards of how this show goes you know hometowns for top three fantasy suites um i don't know how soon this is i don't think it's that far off from now i don't think it's anywhere close to fantasy suites all right yeah i think it's soon i think she's intimate with somebody or maybe multiple people and then this conversation happens and she's like well one luke i owe you nothing two don't shame me because all he did and this is this is a big mistake by men uh, in the past and also just couples in general. What he did is he forced her to feel shame. Mm-hmm. That is completely wrong at any level in any relationship. Her only response was to feel shameful or to stand up in complete protection of who she was. There was no dialogue to allow her to empathetically or, ca- or uh, uh, calmly walk back into the conversation. She ha- he had put her in a corner and she had to respond with some type of force or like with some type of, of bigger. And she did. And I think she said it great. Is she said, hey, Luke, I have had sex with somebody and Jesus still loves me. So don't le- use, again, Jesus is a weapon here mm-hmm. to put me into your little corner, into your little box, into what you think is right and wrong. Because quite honestly, we ain't there yet, boy. We haven't talked about this. You owe me, I owe you nothing except to continue to pursue this relationship. And I think this is a good lesson and one that I hope cultivates conversation from here on out is no matter what your moral standing is and your values are at, have a conversation. Don't demand. Hey Ben, I have a question. Do you think that he was saying it out of his true religious feelings or do you think that he was saying it as a way to control her activity with other guys? Both. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, we, we want to be protective of Luke P here. Um, if you notice on this podcast, we, we, we don't want to bash the dude. It's been too much bashing. I mean, this guy literally, again, Twitter this week, the headline is nobody believes Luke P needs a second chance. Like, 
believe it or not, like like the guy or not, he has had a terrible time on the show. The worst yet. Chris Harrison came out this week and said that this villain has taken up the most time and been and been the most focused on villain ever. Like this guy, like he this is a part of his identity now for a long time. Like I don't want to add to it. Well, but the truth it. I, I get it. Like we can, we can be unhappy with him, but we've everybody knows where each other stand on Luke P. There's very few Luke P. supporters out there. the The truth is, when you come at a conversation like that, it's manipulation. Like you're trying to get somebody to do something for you. There, there is no open dialogue to say, "Hey, sorry," or "Hey, I don't have anything to apologize for, but I still want to pursue a relationship with you. Are you okay with that?" He forced her into a scenario where she was going to feel some type of guilt, even if she didn't really feel any guilt at all for what she did. So yeah, I think he was saying it not only communicate what he was feeling, but also to control the situation, which I'm never okay with. Luke is still in the running to, you know, win Hannah's heart as silly as that seems to so many of us, but the guys who have already been eliminated, a couple of them are appearing in the bachelor in paradise cast and we're going to break that juicy cast down in just one minute. Heather, um, do you have Rothy's shoes? Have you had a pair of Rothy's no. shoes? No. What is your biggest complaint when it comes to flats? Uh, Come on. <laughs> Don't they hurt the back of your foot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. cut? They get blistery? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like start bleeding on the back of your foot. I don't wear flats for yeah. that reason. Exactly. I almost forgot. Yeah. I, I, she's not even saying this, you guys, because we're about to go into the Rothy's ad. I see in her face, she's being straight up honest. That's the reason I never wore flats until Rothy's came into my life. Rothy's are the coolest flat company that makes stylish shoes for women and girls that are made out of recycled plastic water bottles. It's so cool. They are really, really comfy. They're machine washable. They don't cut up the back of your foot or squeeze your toes in the front. They can go anywhere with you. Sometimes I stick them in my purse if I am wearing heels and then it completes the outfit and it still looks really cute when I change into the flats. They have new styles and colors that come out every few weeks and they're constantly selling out that's because Meghan Markle is a fan they're just they're just super versatile you can wear them with jeans you can wear them with skirts dresses yoga pants they have this new one and I I must get my hands on this it's a bright white sneaker they go with everything oh and unlike so many other flats and sneakers for that matter there's no break-in period for these shoes. So they're comfy as soon as you put them on. Plus, if you don't love them, they have free returns and exchanges. No risk, no worries. So no reason not to try. And they always come with free shipping. They're manufactured in a zero-waste factory. And they ship directly in the shoebox. So there's no unnecessary packaging. Check out all their amazing styles right now at Rothy's Stock. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Check out all their amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash famous. That is R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash famous and get your new favorite pair of flats. You guys, I want to know what you think about these. So leave me a note on the Facebook page or at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com because I have turned so many people onto these shoes and I want to know how many more I'm going to turn on by just telling you about it right now. So it's comfort, style, and sustainability. Head to rothys.com slash famous today. I love ZipRecruiter. Um, you know, I, I've talked about a couple weeks in a row now, but 
We lack resources at Generous, um, quite honestly. One of our biggest issues is we don't have a lot of people on staff. And a lot of those people on staff don't take the time to help us hire. And so ZipRecruiter really helps us streamline and make our hiring more efficient so that we can get the best possible candidates available. I love ZipRecruiter. Generous loves ZipRecruiter. We owe ZipRecruiter a lot. Finding a new job is a lot of work. As a business owner, I have interviewed tons of people who are struggling to find their purpose and figure out what job they're best fit for. That's why ZipRecruiter is perfect for anyone looking for a job. What if you had your own personal recruiter to help you find a better job? Now, ZipRecruiter's technology can do that for you. Just download the ZipRecruiter job search app. Let it know what kind of job you're interested in, and its technology starts doing the work. ZipRecruiter app finds jobs you'll like and puts your profile in front of employees and employers who may be looking for someone like you. If an employer likes your profile, ZipRecruiter lets you know. So if you're interested in the job, well, then you can apply. No wonder ZipRecruiter is the number one rated job search app. And based on third-party survey, seven. This is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Seven out of 10 people who found a new job on ZipRecruiter increase their salaries. Quick disclaimer, these are the results of a 2017 U.S. survey survey of over 500 ZipRecruiter users who got hired for a job they found on ZipRecruiter. Our listeners, every single one of you right now with headphones in, or maybe you don't have headphones in, or I don't know, maybe you have it blasting across your workplace. <laughs> um, who knows where you're listening? But if you're listening, <laughs> our listeners should download the free ZipRecruiter job search app today and let the power of technology work for you. Don't wait. The sooner you download the free ZipRecruiter job search app, the sooner it can help you find a better job. Hey, Ashley, quite honestly, I ain't looking for a better job. I like no. my job with no, you. Me this is fun. I like my job with you, too. It's pretty awesome. Couldn't pretty really great. ask for anything more. Um, Heather, we're entering to our final segment of this this podcast and we're, we're looking at these pictures that were released of the bachelor in paradise cast yesterday. We don't see you in them. I know you can't confirm or deny if you were part of this season. Mm -hmm. I also don't see your, your friend Kerpa. Yeah. Just interesting. Yeah. I do see Annalise Puccini here for her second straight summer in paradise. I think everybody hopes that Annalise has a redemption story because she got <laughs> screwed last year. <laughs> she did. Everybody's always rooting on Bibiana um, this will be her fourth appearance on a Bachelor franchise show. As she's another one that has seemed to not be very lucky in love. Seems to be eliminated always too early than we want her to be. So uh, our thoughts are with Bibby in this in this Bachelor <laughs> in Paradise journey. Blake Hortzman, we knew that he would be there. Yeah, he absolutely. was going to be the Bachelor in Paradise, as mm -hmm. many thought. Should be interesting how... His storyline unfolds. I, I hear rumors on the internet about yes. him possibly messing up here or there because they are in the depths of filming right now. Mm -hmm. Caitlin seemed to be like a guarantee. Um, how, what, how do you think Caitlin's going to fare in Paradise? Caitlin? Yeah. Uh, I think she'll do good. I mean, I think there would be quite a few guys interested in Caitlin. So I mean, I think if I were fine. a guy, I'd probably be interested in Caitlin yeah, too. I think she'll be She's fine. so pretty. Cam who was eliminated week three for um, just being a little clingy <laughs> in Hannah's <laughs> season will be there the first week in the original cast. Would you ever be interested in Cam? No. 
<laughs> Why is that? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. No. Well, Onyeka, who is actually good friends with Cam in real life, will yes, also be there. Do you think she's going to stir some, stir the sh- up? Uh, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Onyeka maybe just did it in the beginning. I think she might hold back a little bit more. Okay. I think. That's what my feeling is. Ben, are you shocked to see Chris Bukowski, who apparently, or not apparently, just straight up retired from the Bachelor franchise on After Paradise Season 2 to be back for his sixth appearance on one of the shows? That being said, he hasn't been an official cast member six times, but he has made six appearances. Who, who is that? He's from Emily Maynard's season. He got fourth Emily's season. Oh. How long ago was Emily, Emily Maynard's season, by well, the way? Well, that was season my- eight of The Bachelorette. So it was 2000, I feel like it was 2011 or 12. That's insane. Um, I'm not shocked because I think it's hard to get out of this world unless you're really desiring to. And you could even tell he was sad to leave when he retired. <laughs> the question is, how old is he? You know what? He's younger he's than that you old. think. He's younger than you think because he was younger than Emily on her season. I think he was 26 on her season. I think she was 27 or she was 26 and he was 25, something like that. So yeah. I think Chris Bukowski, Chris Bukowski's age will surprise you. I think he's only a year or two older than us, Ben. Yeah. So like at that point, why not? I mean, yeah, he's given a lot of shots, but he's young. He's single. Like I don't blame anybody for continuing to see if this thing works. We, We've seen it year over year over year. Like people continue to find love on this show. And if you're single and you're out in the world, take some intentional time to try to go date. I I think it's crazy. I think it's shocking to see him there. I can't believe he's doing it. But honestly, I kind of feel like a little bit of a good for him. How amazing would it be if after this sixth trial run, he finds somebody and gets engaged at the end of it? (laughs) I would love it. Me too. when don't we want to celebrate that? Isn't that what these shows are about is to continue to see the cast that we've fallen in love with and that we've rooted for complete their love story. So I would be all for it. That'd be super amazing. We also see on this list, list Derek Peth who swore to us. Okay. Maybe not swore, but promise when we were on the Napa Valley train just about six, seven weeks ago that he was not going to do paradise. Ooh. He was like, oh no, nope. They've asked me, I'm not going to do it. Not doing it. Oh, he's there. Can't the say no. Cast. Yeah. Who can say no. <laughs> uh, Clay oh. Harbor is on the list and he, yeah. we know dated Angela this year. We never officially right. got like the breakup Instagram. Like we're sorry to inform you that we have ended our relationship as friends. I have a feeling Angela and Clay, didn't end their relationship as friends, so it should be interesting so if there's any dirt that comes out there. on him. Yeah, they have to both be there. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if if he's agreed, I bet Angela will agree. We have to see them both in paradise. I mean, there's no way the show lets a story like that not be displayed on TV. So yeah, they're both going to be there. Who else is going to be there? Give us the rest of the rundown, Ben. I think Demi uh, will be a big storyline for us. We're excited about Demi. We love Demi here on the podcast. She's came on a couple times. Uh, obviously, Hannah G. Hannah G is one of our favorites. Uh, she's captivated both Ashley and I. I remember the, in the night we did the interview with her, and Ashley and I were both like, dang, 
Like, we really like that girl. Look at uh, this picture of her. Like, could she be cuter? She's so perfect. No. Yeah. She's just a cute, nice human. And so we're a big fan of her. Jane. Uh, JPJ. Wait, John, what about Paul, Jane Joan. from Colton oh, season? We, I don't remember her. She made a big hissy fit on after, I mean, um, the women tell all because she wanted to be on Paradise, obviously. So she really spoke up and she defended Kaylin. Oh, so yeah, we see her in the original cast. But yeah, JPJ, what do you think? Is he going to be a, is he going to stick around longer here than he did with uh, Hannah's season? <laughs> I want to know who he, like, I want to know who JPJ is, right? I, I did a little background on him. He grew up in Wisconsin and he now lives in Virginia and he Maryland. talks like a surfer. Maryland and he talks like a surfer like he feels like he has a west coast vibe so like who is JPJ do you find JPJ attractive I not my type Wait, really I think he's beautiful not really? stereotypically my type but I think he looks like really very model-esque very prince prince like yeah I don't know not not my type but I think he seems really nice and fun I just we haven't seen a conversation with him yet like That's with him true. have we seen one no we've just seen like exclamations yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. He, I think him and Nicole can be a thing. Okay. So Nicole is on here. Yeah. If you guys remember Nicole, she was known for being pretty emotional on mm -hmm. Colton season, always having like one tear falling from her eye. Then there's Katie Morton, who is stunning. And I think everybody loves Beautiful. Katie. Yeah. Everybody Beautiful. Katie. Finally, um, there's a bunch, you know, we have Kevin, we have Nicole, Anyeka, um, and then there's Wills Reed, who has always been a kind of a surprise for us. He's a fan favorite. Uh, we want to get to know him a little bit better. Last year in Paradise, it didn't last long. But then there's two women that I think we love on the podcast that I think will shock everybody. And not how they cause drama and mix things up, but how likable they are on Paradise. And that's Sydney and Tasha. Those two right there, I believe... Uh, will be two of our favorites as we watch this season and mostly favorites just from like the the pure hope that we have that they find love. Mm -hmm. And if you remember correctly, Wills seemed to allude when he was on our mm -hmm. podcast about Katie being his crush. Mm. What? So to end this podcast today, I want to ask you guys a few questions. Uh, one, going back to, to Hannah's season because it's going to tie into Paradise a little bit. Who is your top three guys left? My top three guys has not changed from last week. It would be Jed, Tyler, and Peter. Yeah. Is that yours too? Yeah, definitely. Mine, here's a surprising one to me. Now, Grant got sent home. Don't know why. Grant is favorite. He loves Grant. She goes, I don't even know who Grant is. Yeah, exactly. That's why we love him. Because he's a silent but deadly type. Good looking man, hairy chest. You can tell he shaves it a perfect line right above his neck or right <laughs> below his neckline. Um, solid gentleman, doesn't have a job, never caused controversy, solid beer drinker. Like the guy <laughs> has it going on and guys. somehow he yeah. got sent home. So I have to change my top three. Yes. And this is Heather, shocking he to me that he's not in everybody's top three. Top three. <laughs> Connor. How Ooh, is Connor not in every girl's top three? The dude is beautiful. He's tall. He's strong. He's he's patient. He's gotten messed over a few times on this show. So I'm going to say Tyler, Connor, and Pete in my you know top why? three. Why? You know why Connor is not in my top why? three? Why? why? He's very handsome. He's just like 
perfect Abercrombie look, right? But he is, he screams boy to me. That is not a full grown man. And I do think that the three that we are mentioning mm-hmm. are far, carry themselves more like men. Cool. Makes I sense. think she's more into the, the other three. You can just tell. By yeah. The conversation. But I yeah. think it's because she's sensing Connor's boyishness too. Yeah. And he's really young too, isn't he? He's 24 or something. Yeah, young, yeah. I mean, like, I know she's 24, but I think she just wants somebody older. Yeah. It's different. Or at least feels older. Yeah. She does come off a little older than, uh, than 24. So it, just with her confidence and maturity. Well, that's our top threes. Uh, Heather, you have the same as Ashley. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit of a different mix up. That's moving on. Grant, rest in peace, buddy. We love you. You better be in paradise. If, if you're not, Grant. I'll be so upset. <laughs> It'll be so sad to me if I cannot see a little bit more Grant in my life. Hey, uh, final question for you all. Uh, two storylines that if you had no idea of, of what was actually happening and you had no clue of what's going on, two storylines you're most interested in in paradise. Um, who Hannah G ends up with and probably who John Paul Jones owns up with. Yeah, I was going to say John Paul Jones for sure is my top. And I want I want to see Tasha. Oh, and Tasha too. I'm very curious. I feel like Tasha's not going to there's not going to be like any drama with her. I think she's going to find her person in cruise. Unless someone comes at her, like Tasha's not afraid to like stand up for herself, but she's not going to like go out of her way. Mm-hmm. I want her to find someone. So those two for me. There you go. That's it. Hey, uh, if you uh, have some storylines you're excited about in Bachelor in Paradise, please email us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. We okay, want to hear wait, your wait, thoughts. Wait, wait, we have breaking news. What? <laughs> I did, We just got breaking news on our phone, my phone. All right, What's it's up? on your phone too. People Magazine exclusive. This is not a less. This is not a less reliable magazine. This is not a tabloid. It is People Magazine is reporting that Jed's ex said that they were dating when he went on the show and she feels 100% betrayed. No. This is terrible. This is Wait the stuff that second. I'm not okay the with. Heart, the, the, um, the co-headline, the, the, the subline is, the hardest part is that he ghosted me. She <gasps> tells People exclusively. Should I just read it? Yeah. Uh read a couple of the quotes the other quote ashley i want you as i'm reading this one quote to scroll through and pick out a few of the key points okay it says one of the quotes in here says we spent the night together the night <gasps> before he headed to oh, la no. Stevens tells people. he told me the show was just an obstacle and we'd be stronger on the other side because of it this is just like the guy from night one but it's not that 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 oh not gosh. so great guy from night one. It's Jen, guys, our, our guys, gem, our out. gem, Jen. I never get to do this. Did Ashley, time out. I never get to do this. Okay. I'm right. I told you Jed had something up his sleeve. Whoa, and that was before I saw this? the article. I just said it. I am right. I knew it. That guy had something going on. He told me early on that he applied, said his ex. He said, it's probably not going to happen, but it's a huge opportunity. And I'm only doing this for music. He said he was only doing it for his career, which is actually what he told Hannah. And we appreciated that he was so yeah. up upfront, upfront about that with Hannah. But now that he has a girlfriend back home. Ah, do you think it's real for sure? Oh, yeah. Right. I don't Guys, know. I'm going to read this last People statement. Magazine. Oh, my gosh. Um, we're going to tell everybody to make sure you go out and read. It's on People. So and People is usually very trusted. This is a crazy little statement. The paragraph starts with like all contestants. Wyatt had to surrender his phone during filming. So Stevens, his ex or his girlfriend at the time, 
had no idea what was happening and grew increasingly anxious. Her quote is, I was falling along on spoiler accounts trying to figure out when my boyfriend was going to come home, she says. I bought a homecoming outfit (gasps) that I was going to maybe pick him up with uh, in at the airport. But as the series progressed, I was terrified that he would fall in love with Hannah, she says. In the beginning, I felt bad watching the show because I thought he loved me and was faking dating for her. But then I thought my boyfriend could be engaged to someone else. Now, wait a second. Did she pick him up at the airport in an outfit? If she's watching the show back, does she? Is she still in contact with him? We're not getting like their actual. Uh, well, he said, shouldn't current, she say they, he no, ghosted her? We we do oh, he to move her, on. It I says uh, when Wyatt got home, he never returned her calls, never confronted her, never called her, never explained himself until they ran into each other at a music venue this month, and he said, "Hey." How you been? And I said, how do you think I've been? She recalls. I asked him, you didn't think I deserved a phone call? And he said, I didn't know what to say. They never spoke again about their relationship. Uh, It says that they met last October in Nashville, stayed in in a relationship even after he got the official phone call in February to join the cast. The two took a romantic trip to the Bahamas where they said, I love you for the first time. And he called me when he landed in L.A. to take part in filming. And he said, I love you. I'll call you when I get back. I love you. I call you. Oh, my God. And then I this is this is a little juicy tidbit as well. He wanted a platform. He kept telling me, I don't want my dad to have to help pay for my rent anymore. He said he wanted to be top five to be a major player. So that would be beneficial. Okay. Well. Team Tyler for me, I guess. Oh, my God. Hey, yeah. Hey, guys, how's your top three looking? Oh. <laughs> so I really <laughs> like Connor. I love his boyishness. Love Connor. He'll grow into a fine man. <laughs> He's just so tall. He's just so man. cute. Oh, wow. guys, I believe this podcast is feeling so right right now. Oh, this my so right. I'm so glad we got that text before we literally just said, I've been Ashley. <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, Heather, follow along with us here. This podcast went from being one that I didn't know what we'd talk about because the episode really wasn't that great and just kind of dragged along to one that was absolutely freaking fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Man, I'm feeling good about this podcast. It was one that we didn't know we were going to talk about. Uh, But luckily, it ended up being one of the most newsworthy, most breaking. I mean, Thank you, Lauren and Chris, and thank you, People Magazine and Jed, for coming out with these stories because it made for a podcast to remember. Speaking of podcasts to remember, iHeartRadio continues to pump out some awesome content, and we love to know what men think. We just talked about on the podcast with Luke. What does it mean when a man has a, 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 a something to communicate that's difficult? What does it mean when a man's struggling – uh, maybe with erectile dysfunction. What does it ma- mean uh, when you find your kids looking at porn? Well, these are all the topics that this next podcast is going to be talking about. We do an interview with Brooks Like You might know him uh, from playing hockey. You might know him from being Julianne Huff's husband. Well, he is starting a podcast with iHeartRadio and Gavin DeGraw that will answer some of the questions uh, about what men are thinking. It's built for men and women. Here's the interview. Take a listen. 
iHeart continues to do exciting things. Ashley and I always love to support iHeart and anything that's joining our podcast team. Ashley, isn't it wild to think that we were the we were very the first? Start. Yeah, that's I what can, I was thinking. There's very few things in life I can take pride in and go, we started this. We, did we start it, Amy? With, with Amy? She goes, it's questionable. Like, ish. Okay. No, we started it. Um, <laughs> and we have new members of our team. And I want to introduce you. We're starting, I heard, starting a podcast called How Men Think. I with, love that. Do you like that? Yes. I think it's going to be helpful. Jared will listen to this podcast, won't he? Yeah. Well, I've always thought that this is like needs to be happening more in the world. Like Steve Harvey will have a panel every now and then, you know, like all the talk shows. But like, I'd love a podcast. You just tune in to hear men's interpretations of female and male interactions. And it's actually going to be intelligent, which is surprising. Uh, speaking of intelligence, <laughs> yeah, um, we have Brooks like and Gavin DeGraw. Gavin DeGraw is flying in. But the hosts of the podcast, Brooks like and Gavin DeGraw, Brooks is here in studio Brooks, what do you think of this deal? Oh, man, I'm excited. Um, one, I, I feel like I have a lot to say, but the other gentleman too that we're uh, going to have conversations with, um, it's going to be entertaining. Uh, but we also want to do a value add for men that are listening. We uh -huh. want to um, provide insight to some of the problems, some of the, the issues that men maybe deal with. And then also for women, we want to make it an open forum for women to get a little insight to a man's brain. Every girl it's, wants to crack the man code. <laughs> it's but not going to be vice versa. We're just more outspoken about it, but like guys want to crack the woman code too. That's true. Um, it's probably not all going to be everything you want to hear. Um, mm -hmm. it's going to be raw. It's going to be honest. There's going to be a lot of, we're going to go into some areas. Um, going to ask the guys to be vulnerable and share things in their life. It's not going to be fluff. Um, so that's kind of our commitment to our listeners is we're going to dive into this. We want to be authentic and real and genuine. Um, but we also want to have some fun with it. So you have some noble men that are teaming up with you and I, they're sitting around the table right now. As I mentioned, Gavin DeGraw is not here with us. We obviously, uh, know Gavin, uh, from the music he plays and and yeah. Brooks, do you know Gavin personally? My wife knows him. Um, my brother-in-law's girlfriend knows him. Uh, he's been on Dancing with the Stars, which is a lot of my yeah. family now from my wife and my brother-in-law. Um, and everybody raves about him, which I absolutely love hearing. So let's go around the table for a second and let these noble men introduce themselves one at a time. I think name what you bring to the table and maybe what you do for a career that offers some insight into this podcast. Uh, right now we have three other co-hosts in the room. Well, I'm Dimitri Pappas. Um, I'll tell you, I, I've spent a, probably a better half of 20 years writing for people in Hollywood, writing comedy and stuff like that. And I've seen a lot of people, I mean, today's day and age, people just say what they think you want to hear. And they polish themselves up, and I have no intention of doing that. I'm here to honest tell you honestly what I think, to tell you honestly what men think, and you know, uh, you know, whatever you want to know. I think this group here is is willing to tell you. Are you what, Dimitri? With that, what is your fear? Is there any fear of the consequences of opening up like that? No, there's no fear. I think I think people need to be honest. I think people need to just listen. If that's what's really happening, why not just share it? Because what happens? People do a profile thing or they go on a, on a dating app and they put a false picture or whatever. First date, you realize that's not the person. Mm -hmm. So why not? And to be honest, I'm married uh, for 14 years. I have four kids, so I have nothing to lose. Okay, great, because I was going to say, now what, <laughs> I was going to be like, yeah. now what are your qualifications for this? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay, let's start with uh, uh, Rick's I'll name go. was mentioned. Yes, so yes. let's talk with uh, what I want to try to bring to this this podcast is basically like what Dimitri's referring to is kind of the true value and, and being open about whether it's feelings or situations that we've been in before or raising kids. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to joining everybody. Thank you. So I'm Ryan. Uh, like Dimitri, I've been writing in Hollywood for the past 15 or so years. Uh, for me, I think I have a two-year-old at home and I have another one on the way. So I think what's really interesting for me is that we all are in a different stage in our life. Dimitri has four kids. You know, uh, Brooks is married. You know, kids on the way. Gavin is single. Rick has two kids, older age. So I think it's going to be interesting to kind of see where we all are in our uh, respective lives. Yeah. What's exciting for me, so I'm just looking here at the topics that will be uh, even on the first podcast, and the one that stands out to me that I think is an incredibly exciting conversation, porn oh. found on son's phone. <laughs> yes. Love here it. we go. Yeah, let's do this thing. Um, Are they going to debate right now? No, oh, no. Oh, wait, we'll tease me. Now yeah. I'm really going to tune in. Make sure you tune well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, you know, the, I think this is definitely going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, really funny, as you can tell. These guys are jacked about it. Let's take a second and turn it back to Brooks. Brooks, this is, you know, our listeners out here are mostly Bachelor fans. Yep. They're pursuing love in some way. They're in love. They like watching love stories. But they're very loyal to The Bachelor. Are you loyal to The Bachelor? I am. I will say this. I am now. Why? Um, my wife really Julianne Huff my wife yeah my wife is Julianne Huff and she I mean we watch The Bachelor almost religiously now um, we have a theater room in our basement of our house and so we do it down there but um, my baptism into The Bachelor world I was still playing hockey I came home from Toronto we were on the all-star break I think we had two days off and I came home from Toronto and my wife is like tonight is Bachelor night babe and I'm like I don't know what that is. I'm a sports guy. I don't, I don't know what, uh -huh. what's bachelor night. And she's like, well, I host friends at the house here and I turn the whole house into a bachelor party. And I'm like, okay, well, let's do it. It'd be a good way for me to see people I haven't seen in a couple months. Anyway, cookies show up, balloons show up, candy show up. Was all, this a premiere or regular this Monday? Is, this is probably like the 12th episode. I don't know. <laughs> this is like, it's down to the final five oh, or something. I had something. no idea her passion. And she, and turns out she would theme it every week. It would be heart-shaped everything. So balloons, oh, yeah. candies, cookies, but then it would be pizza week one week. Next week would be taco week. Next week would be sushi I week. love this. Bachelor parties. And it got outrageous. There's like 30, 40 people in our living room, like yelling at the TV, who's their favorite, who's not their Can favorite. Can you pay attention though to the episode? Because whenever I do watch parties, it gets super frustrated because nobody shuts up. I was over, yeah. So exactly, I was overwhelmed, and I'm like, hey, I had to stop it. I pause the show. Uh, this is true story. I pause the show. I'm like, listen, this is a house of love. This yeah. is not like this. This like bickering and like tearing down people on the TV. Listen, I, I'm an athlete. I'm on TV. I don't want people ripping on me when I'm not there. Uh -huh. Can't defend myself. Um, you can't do that in this house. And then there's this big debate over it. And then they're everyone like, laughed at you. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're like, Julianne, get your husband out of here. Go back and play some yeah. hockey. Um, but they're like, uh, listen, this is bachelor. This is damn important to us. Give us this two-hour segment to do what we want, and then once it ends, then we'll all be nice again. Uh -huh. I was like, okay. So people are bickering between friends, or you guys are making fun of the people on the show. Some people are making fun of people on the show. Other people are like, that one's gonna win. This one's gonna win. Other people are like, I like her, or I like him, or uh -huh. whatever. Like it was just, it was a lot for 
a guy that hadn't been in that kind of an environment. So, but now I actually really enjoy the show. Sure, My yeah. wife and I watch it a lot. Um, it's it's actually become of come a fun thing for my wife and I to share. I you know it's funny. One of our favorite things, and we've done a couple segments, is the celebrities or people of influence, like politicians, and who watch the show and who gain perspective from the show, or former athletes. Former athletes always crack me up. It, it cracks so me many up. of them. A surprising, well, yeah. a surprising the show? number. Oh, yes. love it. We a few months ago we interviewed Scotty McCreary, and he and his wife are huge fans of the show. They actually. We, we found that we were going to interview him, and I remember this at the time, and we all got so excited, and then he sits down, and he's like, we said, Scotty, we're big fans. He goes, oh, no, no, no. I, I, I love the show, and Tasha <laughs> happened to be with us. Tasha was on Colton Seas of The Bachelor, and she stands up, and he goes, hey, Tasha, you are our favorite. And it's like, this is just the weirdest deal oh for us. Oh, my God. I've Nothing. never told you guys. I never told you um, the, oh, my gosh, what's his name? Um, the guy who's married to Courtney Cox. Oh, David, David Arquette. Arquette. David Arquette. So he one time came up to us at a pumpkin patch like jared's obsessed with scream like so obsessed with the scream franchise and david arquette just chill comes up to us and he goes hey guys good to see you and then jared's like it's am i being punked right yeah. now like jared said am i being punked right now he's like no i'm just a huge fan I just wanted to come say hi and he's like i'm obsessed with you dude it was hilarious oh, and you really man. had to be there for this moment but the way he was so nonchalant about it like we were just old friends was awesome yeah that's cool brooks though. and i share something very special that we need to share here on the podcast yeah, yeah. Um, a wedding planner troy williams troy williams so man you guys your wedding cover of People Magazine, um, a viral video. Everybody was obsessed with your wedding video. And what was the video? Well, it was just a wedding. Almost we did like a, <laughs> yeah, we, a wedding video of three uh, minutes, yeah. you know. That went viral. Well, good yeah. for I don't know, my wife released it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, definitely an inspiration as one of the reasons that we cho- chose Troy. We were friends with him beforehand, but yeah. you know, you know when Julianne goes with somebody to plan her wedding, it's somebody good. <laughs> you are in fantastic hands. Um, Troy absolutely killed it. I don't know how involved Jared is in the planning. He is. is very, he? Okay. We're very much in agreement on almost everything okay this is how ours went my wife did everything and then when she got stuck she would be like i would be like just bring me two options okay and then she would because her and troy i mean they have exceptional taste and i'm i don't let's be honest i don't so but then when they got stuck they'd bring me two options i'd say i like this one best and then they would just take care of it but you are in fantastic hands with troy it'll be the best day of your life what were some things that she came to you with options for because she couldn't figure out uh one was one was like um (laughs) oddly enough dance floor Oh, that is funny. Uh, because there was, a, there was this really nice, we, we ended up getting it, uh, this mirrored dance floor. It was really expensive, and we had to import it and do all this stuff for Sounds it. But, dangerous with dresses and stuff. Uh, well, my wife also had... Uh, yeah, it was... Um, that was one of them. Um, what to do with... We did an outdoor wedding, so there's a couple issues there with some things that weren't as appealing as they should be. Were you um, terrified of rain? No, not at all, actually, because we got married in July in Idaho, and it doesn't rain much at all. So, uh, But with Troy, Troy will also this, um, Troy's going to surprise you. Why? How? He, he's going he's gonna to have something saved for you. This is how thoughtful <gasps> he is. He's going to have something saved for you that you and your fiancé are not aware of that he's going to surprise you with or do Aww. on your wedding day. He's going to have, and he'll handle everything. You won't. He'll handle every fire situation that goes on, like, and you won't even know, and then maybe he'll tell you about it later. That's what he keeps saying. He's uh, like, so he many is... things are going to happen that I'm going to deal with, and I'll tell you the next day, yeah. like, all the stories. Yeah. Well, what was your surprise? 
Yeah, uh, what was your surprise? And uh, what were the crazy things that happened you didn't know about? We had fireworks go off. So my wife and I, in our, in our first dance, all of a sudden there was fireworks go off. And he had a boat out there to, a police boat out there to stop other paparazzi or other like boats from coming into this bay. Um, so just stuff like that where uh-huh. you're, you're so protected and you feel like this is our space for our wedding, oh, especially on so that nice. day. Um, so like we're my wife and I are dancing and all of a sudden boom fireworks are going yeah. off and we're right on the lakeside and it's just lighting the whole thing up and we have a, a mirrored dance floor and like so cool. all this was kind of did Troy's. he find out if either of you were afraid of fireworks? Huh? No, he did not. Because that no. could have gone completely. Like fireworks wrong. were his like gift to you. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. It was. Uh, but there's so many other things. Like you just show up and you know you're at a Troy Williams event. Yeah. You're just like this is next level. Oh. Yeah. Well, Troy Williams. Now I'm even more excited. In the ads on all. Yeah, I yeah, know. I know. He's, I know. Dude, he's the man. You know, yeah. if you get there, buddy. Yeah. 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 He also did. Yeah. He, he also did Eva Longoria's wedding. Man. Yeah, you guys so are in good hands. So yeah, hey, robbery. good for Troy. Um, <laughs> so many royalties, are you saying? Just name drop. She's like David Arquette. <laughs> Give us some more celebrities. Oh. Uh, following uh, this little segment, these guys are running off to start recording their podcast with Gavin DeGraw as we finish our podcast in a different studio. So, as the time we're done with our podcast, theirs will be up on the app or the website. Make sure you go over to iHeartRadio to check out the How Men Think podcast. Or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hey, thank you to Heather. Thank you to Brooks. Once again, thank you to People Magazine for breaking crazy stories and also from the bottom of our hearts. And we mean this. I mean this. I know Ashley means it. And I, I, I'm I mean assuming it so Heather much. does as well. Um, <laughs> congratulations, Lauren. We're happy for you. Congratulations, Chris. Go out there and celebrate. Leave any conversation, and I'm sure it doesn't come up in your relationship, but anytime a presser asks you about me, just tell them that I'm out of there. I don't mind. I don't care reading the headline. Tell them I'm so far away from your life and you've moved on so far from me that you could not be happier because we're all happy for you. So get out there, get married, fall in love, and have a good time doing it. Hey, Heather, follow along here. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. I've been Heather. See ya. Talk to you all soon. (laughs) Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety— 
They also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 